Your news program every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. Let's take another look at President Park's administration still in power, even though we could be about to see a, a motion pass in the National Assembly to impeach her, which would then leave the ball in the Constitutional Court's court, quite literally. Uh, but uh, Professor Shin Se-don of the Economics Department at Sukmyeon Women's University, we spoke to last week, giving a, a less than glowing assessment of the current economic policy of the Park administration. In fact, to directly quote, aimless, ruthless and fruitless. Once again, Professor Shin, thank you very much for joining us. Good morning, Alex. Um, well, it was great to have you uh, on the show last week, and good morning to you again. We, we ran out of time. We could probably have spoken to you for the whole of last uh, week's show. <laughs> okay. Um, but, you know, we've had a number of critical assessments of this administration. Uh, firstly, just to put this in balance, I mean, doesn't every administration get criticised for failing to succeed economically? Uh, well... Yeah, that's true. For the last, I think, six administrations, the people have chosen. Uh, I don't see any uh, any government or administration have have achieved uh, quite a successful outcome for their five-year terms. So, in that sense, I think not a single government has succeeded in achieving higher economic performances for the last. Uh, and another factor to, to clear up, uh, as we move into a more mature economy since the okay. days of dizzying growth, um, it, it's very hard, isn't it, for a mature economy to achieve much more than 2-3% GDP growth per year, isn't it? Well, yeah, if you look at the United States, Japan, European Union, yeah, definitely it's very difficult. But Korea is an advanced country. For Korea to become normally operating uh, the growth rate has to be at least four percent. Okay, and uh, you know, yeah, so two point five percent—it's really low. Okay, so you see definitely still potential within this economy to reach four percent growth. Well, not at the moment, but uh, that's got to be the goal for the government. And if we are successful in nationwide reform, uh, then I think a four percent four percent growth is not impossibility. Okay, reform. Let's look at that R word then. Um, the president has talked a lot about reform. Her administration has been pushing, for example, for labor restructuring. That was one of the issues that stirred up the labor unions and led to the violent protests we saw on the street last November. Um, right. What was the problem then? Why uh, so ruthless and fruitless? Well, reform, you know, the public sector reform, financial reform, or a labor union reform, or even education reform, uh, uh, defined by the current government, is without any essence. First, you know, the reform is not something that one punch could, you know, make a success. It needs to the consent of the all the people concerned. So, especially the labor union uh, reform, you know, absolute, you know, uh, opposition from the labor party. So, uh, it could not be reform at the first place. 
and, and uh, education, yeah. the government education reform is justified by revision of you know the history text. And the majority of people has different opinion about you know revision of uh, uh, text text. Text, uh, history textbook. So uh, the the reform so far by the GA, uh, the Bakunia government, I, I I don't think it's reform at all. Okay, we did have early on these uh, words, these buzz phrases like uh, economic democratization and and the creative economy. Uh, can you briefly give us your verdict on those? Well. Well, I mean, economic democratization is a constitution. Constitution Article 119, Section 2. And it has a balanced growth between sectors and region and guaranteeing basic income and welfare to the people, removal of overuse of monopoly power and dominance, and harmony between different interest groups. So it just says that, you know, shifting national focus from general to small and medium enterprise. That's the essence of economic democratization and this government has actually done nothing mm. about it. Yeah, well, maybe it has been um, spread across the board in that democratic way in the sense that uh, over the weekend there were farmers on cows, they had their tractors left on the city outskirts and then you also had men and women in smart attire, families of a very urban setting <laughs> there. So, Even myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, but, but obviously that was not the kind of economic democratisation President Park was <laughs> aiming for. What about the creative economy? Well, uh, you know, you have to look at, you know, creative economy had not appeared in in any election speeches. It had not appeared in acceptance speech on December 20th, 2012. It did not appear in New Year's message right after uh, uh, election. It did not appear in transition team speech in January 7th. It first appeared in inaugural speech February 25th of 2013. So we we have to point out that creative economy just popped up, you know, uh, uh, between the uh, election and her inauguration. That's the first point that I want to make, and that's why there have been a lot of talks after you know the this government set off uh, um, early March 2013, and I was one of the member who discussed about it in the Blue House, and at the time. The most people in the Blue House define creative economy in very narrow sense, something like a, like a patent. So they just believe that creative economy is creation of new products, new concepts, just looking nice, but I was afraid absence of any practicability. So my thought, and, and I presented it to the people at the Blue House at the time was, it's got to be a rather broadband. Everything that could change and create job, works, and opportunity should be defined uh, one, one arrow of creative economy. So my, my idea was sending students abroad, reclamation and development of foreign lands, forming common markets with other countries, M&A of small and medium enterprises, revision of administrative districts, all this kind of concept I wanted to include in the creative economy of, you know, Bakunia government, but uh, they did not choose my word, and, and they just, you know, went through their idea of very narrow-minded, narrow senses of a, of a creative economy, and uh, I don't know whether, you know, that kind of uh, direction has succeeded yeah. so far. Well, we, we have long-term structural challenges. Uh, our education system that you referred to before, just far too many young people uh, 
building up debt, going to university, not getting the quality jobs afterwards. We also have fewer younger people being born in the first place uh, in our ageing society. But an area that I want to touch on you that could be a more immediate danger is uh, the real estate bubble bursting. I hear from friends who see this as being one of the biggest threats to the economy, something that could uh, even supersede the, the anger that we're seeing right now. Well, we had a number of similar, you know, kind of uh, real estate bubbles in the past. One in 2006, one before that was 1990, early 1980s, uh, 1990s. So we had a number of, you know, su uh, such uh, uh, real estate bubbles. So to me, real estate bubble isn't something that, you know, overturn Korean economy. And many people criticize the size of household debts, which is about $1,300 trillion. Mm. And, uh, and uh, still, you know, that's not the problem that, that's going to throw Korean economy upside down in, in a few years or in even a few months. So uh, uh, household debts and the real, real um, you know, estate bubble aren't as uh, imminent threat to Korean economy. To me, a real imminent threat to Korean economy is, is, um, is export sector. Right. Export sector takes Been about 50% of Korean economy, and it's still in the negative growth. It's been so dwindling for a long time, hasn't it? Professor Shin, thank you so much for right. joining us. Okay. A man who taught President Park and Hay, she didn't ask many questions, you told us last week. And she hasn't been listening to your advice more recently either, it seems. <laughs> okay. Thank you okay, very much for you. joining us. All right. You're welcome.